The Big Story from the Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. For the 12th straight day, Singapore's locally transmitted COVID-19 cases are in the single digits. F&B outlets are ordered to close just as groups of five are allowed to dine in from Monday. And we'll have predictions for the Euro 2020 final, including how England could defeat Italy. With precisely two weeks to the Olympics, the Olympic flame has arrived in Tokyo, but it was a low-key ceremony with zero fans physically present. Held in the near-empty Kumazawa Olympic Park General Sports Ground, the lantern carrying the flame was handed to Tokyo Governor Yuriko Koike. The gloomy weather not helping the already subdued atmosphere, but it is reflective of what's to come in Tokyo in a fortnight's time. These stadium seats will remain unfilled because organizers have confirmed that all spectators are banned from Olympic venues. Venues outside the greater Tokyo metropolitan area would allow small numbers and the policy for the Paralympics will be decided next month. Now, ticket revenues were projected to be about 815 million US dollars. Dwindling to almost nothing, it will likely further strain the Games' budget, which has already blown out to an estimated 15.4 billion US dollars. With more is the Straits Times' Japan correspondent, Walter Sim, who joins me now from Tokyo. Hi, Walter. So, although expected, the move to ban all spectators is still a sharp U-turn from just weeks ago when organizers said they aimed to hold the Olympics with some spectators. What factors led to officials uh, changing their minds in such a short period? Well, I, I, I do think the key reason would have to be the spike in new, new COVID-19 cases in Tokyo. So two days ago, Tokyo recorded 920 cases, which uh, is the highest since May. And since then, there have been over 800 cases per day. So with that in mind, the Japan government decided to impose a new state of emergency, which is the fourth in Tokyo, uh, that will begin from next week. And it's not really a good look. I think, uh, to hold the massive games in front of speakers, a uh, state of emergency is ongoing. And, and when we think of domestic spectators, we are not only looking at, say, ticket holders who live in Tokyo, but, you know, the organisers were expecting spectators to come from all over the country. And, and I think that itself presents a risk uh, of, of people bringing the virus back home, especially to the rural parts of Japan. So that is one reason. But besides that, I, I think um, the ruling Liberal Democratic Party also has its pulse on the ground after it did not do so well in the Tokyo election last Sunday. Uh, the party insiders really regarded its failure to win a majority as a failure. And, and so, well, I, I guess they sensed public sentiment against the games and decided to take such a drastic uh, drastic measure, even though you know scientific experts, uh, its own supercomputer modeling has shown that having a, a games in front of a crowd of ten thousand people really does not show, uh, does not pose that much of a risk. Well, but for weeks, medical experts have said that having no spectators would be the least risky option. What's the sentiment on the ground then, Walter, about the uh, the latest Olympic decisions and? Are you seeing people working around these decisions, like organizing watch parties to keep 
a, a, a semblance, you know, of the pomp and spectacle that usually comes with the world's biggest sporting event? Well, when, when we talk about risk, it's really about the spectrum, I think, and, and it really depends on who you talk to. Uh, so the government's own experts are saying one thing, whereas we, we see medical doctors that lead, say, Japan Medical Association, for instance, saying another thing. And, and, and I think, well, the sentiment on the ground about these Olympic decisions really is... Uh, I guess it's unfortunate. Uh, there, there has been a lot of disappointment about how, you know, people who won tickets via a lottery are no longer able to watch the games live. But then again, it also depends on who you talk to because, ironically or not, the decision on the state of emergency as well as uh, as well as to ban domestic spectators from the games actually came on the same day when organizers of one of Japan's most popular music festivals, the Rock in Japan Festival, said that they would have to cancel the event for the second straight year. And this festival does not even take place in Tokyo. So uh, there has been a lot of resentment, especially amongst music lovers, amongst youth. And this has created an uproar on Twitter in Japan, basically. Um, above that, well, with the state of emergency, there isn't really a lot of excitement to begin with. So uh, we see food and beverage operators, F&B owners, really up in arms about the latest emergency measures. Because, well, in, in, in Tokyo or in Japan, basically, COVID-19 measures are mainly really targeted at these F&B operators who are not allowed to operate beyond 8pm, who are not allowed to serve alcohol, for instance. And, and so this has really impacted their survival and their livelihoods. So with, with that in mind, I, I think there's this trickle-down effect to the general public as well, who are really feeling the fatigue. Um, Tokyo has been under emergency measures for all but four weeks this year, and the new measures would really stretch it into August as well. Well, we have certainly seen uh, some yo-yo wing going about and there are still two weeks to the opening ceremony on July the 23rd. Walter, do you expect COVID-19 rules to be tightened or relaxed until then? Or is it a case of, you know, these are the parameters, let's work within them and try to carry out uh, with, with the games as best as possible? Well, it's definitely these are the parameters and let's move towards the games as best as possible, I think. Mm. Uh, COVID-19 rules will definitely be tightened. Uh, the state of emergency starts next Monday. And so with that, uh, there would be slight tightening of the rules above the current, well, relaxed curbs or quasi-emergency as the Japanese call it. Uh, yeah, so there, there will be some tightening of the rules, but I, I uh, definitely not as strict as what we see in Singapore in terms of like the circuit breakers or heightened phase 2 A measures. I see. Well, Walter, thank you very much for the update. That was Walter Sim, our Japan correspondent for The Straits Times.